If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Buy any Braun product from Chemist Warehouse and go into the draw to win a Tiata rooftop tent. This is Super South with Joey Wheeler and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. If I go crazy, then will you still call me House There's no one quite the same as Weedy Togo Highland is. Rugby is our game. Welcome to the House of Welcome to the house of pain. Yes, Ricardo. Yes, boy. Oh, mate, even You're a vocal solo. Place. What pipes? Yeah, I, lo- I loved how you were just making your own words up as well. That was brilliant. <laughs> oh, there's a new, there's a newer version out there. You haven't heard the new version. Oh, we are Highlanders, not Otago Highlanders. Oh, so, we'll have to get yeah, that. I, yeah, I mean, everyone loves a you know a bit of a freestyle in a, in a song, you know. Mate, it's great. You may, maybe you missed your calling. You know well, that sort of freestyle, freestyle skills well, going five on. Years, Five years in Japan and, and numerous karaoke bars and uh, numerous karaoke clubs will do that to you, Ricardo. What was your go-to song, first song in a karaoke bar for the night? Oh, yeah, good question. There were plenty of them. Uh, probably Valerie by Amy Winehouse was always a go-to of mine. Obviously, your classics, you're thinking, um, you know, Robbie Williams' Angels, um, Neil Diamond's uh, Sweet Caroline. Uh, I did love uh, Billy Joel as well, My Life. Uh, I enjoyed that one. No, yeah. How does that one go? Big Billy Joel fan. <laughs> hey, mate, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, deafen the listeners any more than what I already have. <laughs> nah, all good, mate, all good. This is, of course, Super South with myself, Ricardo Paul, and our good friend uh, Joey Wheeler in the back of in the back of your car or you in the back of a taxi. You're in the dog oh, box. Actually, I'm a, I, I, <laughs> uh, probably all the above at, at, at present back in, back in Dunedin with my wife. But no, I, I'm up in Wellington. I, I did a shoot today with um, the Hurricanes boys. So just just finished that off not so long ago with the um, with the editor. So um, sitting in the car about to head back to the hotel. Nice. Nice. I, I imagine there was a fair bit of uh, ribbing going on today while you were shooting that, given what's coming up this weekend. <laughs> Oh, the funny thing is, your song that uh, we started with, the, the Highlanders song, that's what I started the interview with, uh, Ricardo, in the car. So uh, you made sure that the um, the Hurricanes boys knew uh, which, you know, where my bread was buttered right from the word go. But no, no, no they were they were great fun. I had Asafo uh, Amor, Duplessy Karifi, and Xavier Numia in the car with me today. Um uh, yeah, great fun. Uh, they had some nice pipes on them as well. We sang yeah. a few songs, and yeah, they brought some good energy. So yeah, a good good fun with the Hurricanes boys today. Nice, nice. Like, uh, when when are we going to see that on on Sky? Is that coming up on 
Friday or? I would, I, I, not this, it won't be for this weekend. Uh, it'll be, um, they'll sort of cut it up into some shorter format stuff that mm. might go on the breakdown and, and pre-game um, uh, for some pre-game stuff maybe later on in the season, maybe a Hurricanes home game. And then they'll do a long, a longer version that'll go across um, Sky Sport Now and YouTube. So, oh, it's just a, yeah, it's just a pity they're not using it this weekend because I, I can just imagine, you know, the build-up to the game and people will be like, the Highlands are out there warming up, where are the Hurricanes? They're not here yet. And we've switched to who who, who the Hurricanes cab driver is. It's like, hang on, there's been a stitch up. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I mean, anything, I'd do anything for my Highlanders boys to keep this winning run going, Ricardo. Well, mate, I was going to ask you, it was going to be my first question, actually. Um, thanks to Kim's Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrances. Um, mate, do you, are you got a nosebleed at the moment, sitting sixth? How are you feeling? <laughs> oh, mate, loving it. That's, that, I think. In all seriousness, like the, the Highlanders, we, we know that in terms of what they've got in their roster, we know that they can produce a really, really good 23. And they've had to go pretty deep this year already. You know, their, their injury ward, I think, when it maxed out was something like 21 injured players or 21 unavailable. Like it was out the gate, right? And they've had to go real, real deep. And they always knew that the, the the start of their season was going to be a really tough ask for for that squad, even healthy, to get up against those, um, you know, probably the the competition leading sides that are that are the favourites to, you know, be right at the pointy end of the comp. And I think, looking back, I think. Highlanders fans will be disappointed at the way they lost those games, but this run that they've put in um, over the last three games started obviously in Invercargill against the Force, really scrappy win, but got them off the duck and got them off the mark to use a cricket analogy. Um, and then the game against the Drua was a pretty complete performance mm. and pretty clinical and technically really, really sound. And then last week against Moana, they probably took a step back. But I think the real pleasing aspect of that win was the last 20 minutes. The performance of the bench, we haven't seen that from the Highlanders this year, their bench producing the goods. And I want to single out a couple of players that I thought were really influential in that. I thought Falau Fakatava's 20 minutes when he injected himself, he set up two tries. Uh, him and uh, Marino McKelly too, Shannon Frizzell. Also Max Hicks, another guy who... Came in, I think, about the 23rd minute for an injured uh, Will Tucker, who's been outstanding as well. But he came in 23 minutes and put in one of the best shifts that I've seen at, at Super Rugby level. But those two guys, but for Lau Fakatava's injection um, with 23 minute, 20 odd minutes to go, was pivotal in that team blowing Moana um, Pacifica away. Um, I think that shows what the All Black selectors have seen in Falau Whakatawa and that combination with Aaron Smith, when they play like that, that combination is world-class. Like, it is so good. Aaron Smith, the way he controls the game, the way, obviously, the speed in which he plays the game, his kicking game is back to some of his best. And he is, without a doubt, he is in some of the best form that we've seen him at Super Rugby for some time. But the injection of Falau, they're just two polar opposites in terms of what they bring to the game and it complements the way the Highlanders want to play so, so well. So that was a, a really exciting aspect, seeing Falau not try to do too much and just have his influence on the game and 
uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of that, and hopefully we, the, for Highlanders fans, we see the best of it this weekend against the Hurricanes side, because that'll be where they'll put a yardstick, you know, against the New Zealand team again after three games against uh, Australian and um, and uh, the, the Drua and uh, Moana Pacifica back against the New Zealand team. How good is this side? They'll obviously be confident. Three games on the bounce that they've won, whether they can put all that um, all that good stuff they've been doing into a complete performance, that'll be the real test this weekend. Yeah, we'll look forward to seeing that. I was going to say to you that uh, you know, the way uh, Fakatava and Moses uh, Dawai linked up for that try, it was reminiscent. Mate, I know they were playing at Mount Smart, but it was reminiscent of the uh, the old Bald Brothers, as they're calling them now at the, at the Warriors, <laughs> now with their freshly shaven <laughs> yeah. skulls as well. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're looking, they're looking the part, right, mate? Yeah, no, look. Um, yeah, Falau is super impressive. We know everyone's seen the talent he's got. I think the the challenge for Falau is just not trying to do too much when he's when he gets his opportunities. When he's trying to overplay his hand or trying to chase the game, um, uh, force him force himself on the game and make things happen rather than just letting the game unfold in front of him. That's when you see the best of Falau Fakatava, and that's what we saw in the weekend. Is there was a guy that just waited for his opportunity to run uh, or show his nose. And that's what he does best, mate. When he's coming out and he sees those tight forwards, especially tight forwards, he picks on them and he makes them feel uncomfortable because he's got that, he's got a massive left and right foot step that can um, stand you up, but he can also go round you. But his subtlety of his pass is a real key asset. He gets a, a, a tight forward to bite at him and then he flicks the ball away just before he's about to um, about to get hit. And he's got an amazing ability to stay on his feet and then be at that next ruck. So, yeah, I, I was really impressed. Again, I thought in the first couple of rounds, I thought he was trying to do too much um, with his game and I was critical of that. Um, but that, that game and, uh, on the weekend, that hopefully is a sign of more of more of the same from Falau Fakatava, which will get him back in that conversation to be involved um, at, a, at a World Cup for the All Blacks. A couple other guys um, who I, I thought impressed as well. Uh, Sean Withy, I think, probably didn't didn't get enough reps, but I thought he did some really good work. Uh, some of his offloads were, were fantastic with the ball. Uh, and Putty Putty Parkinson, mate. I mean, uh, you know, we... we Often New Zealanders lament the loss of Nelson Asafa Solomona at the at the age he was when he went to a league, but I think we're seeing what he could have been in Union when you look at Putty Putty Parkinson and what he delivered on the weekend too. Oh, physical beast, mate! Like a bloke that's juicy. I think he's about two meters or five or something, and a ridiculous wingspan, and brings uh, a physicality that not many um, to the game that not many locks. Uh, possess, I, I think, um, sort of when it, when he's on and when he's dialed in, he can be a real physical beast and just manhandle blokes, which you just don't see at this level. And he's got that ability. Uh, the challenge for him, I, I, I thought he had a, he had a good game. His discipline let him down and at key times throughout that. And his biggest work on is repeated efforts, Ricardo. So. When Putty is either carrying the ball or is involved in a tackle or, or cleaning a ruck, he's brilliant when he's, we call it in the in, when he's doing something. It's that from doing that action to then reloading to do another action, uh, those second efforts, it takes it takes sometimes a little bit too long to react to go to the next job. If he can sharpen that part of his game up, 
he has got all the other attributes to be a world-class lock and play a number of test matches for, for the All Blacks, I believe. Um, I, I'm glad you alluded to Sean Willie. He was one that I had uh, down on my list as well, mate. Um, here's a guy that uh, was, you know, under-20s player of the year two two seasons ago um, for, the, for the Highlanders under-20s. Uh, a genuine seven, but I think, he actually didn't look out of place at six. And the thing that really impressed me was his physicality. Like, he was not going backwards when he was carrying the ball. You're right, the offloading game was exceptional. And that's what you want to see from your loose forward. You want to see that, um, especially your number six, you want to see that physical edge, that sort of, they put a bit of fear up opposition um, teams. And... Look, he didn't look out of place in that in that six jersey, and you know the likes of Shannon Frizzell coming back in. Obviously, he's going to um, head back into that jersey. But I think there's a guy that has uh, a skill set that could probably play all three uh, loose forward positions. And I think we're going to see in the coming years the the out and out number seven feature is probably going to be a thing of the past. You're going to see more athletes in the ilk of a of a Sean Withy bigger. They have the ability to play on the edge or even through the middle and a real physical presence. He was absolutely outstanding. Uh, the other guy that I wanted to single out was Ethan DeGroot. Um, the, you know, the All Blacks loose head, he's probably been a little bit quiet by his own standards over the first few rounds, but that was a real statement game. Not only at set-piece time, I think he won about three or four penalties um, at, at set-piece. He made it something like 11 tackles um, and numerous brilliant ball carries, uh, a, a huge shift for 60-odd minutes that he played. Um, he is looking in some of the best form that we want to see from from Ethan DeGroote going into a World Cup year. So, yeah, some impressive performances from um, some sort of, I guess, guys that um, probably don't get enough of the limelight shone on them, um, Ricardo, on that, in that Hollanders side. You're normally talking about the likes of Aaron Smith and... Um, and sort of Shannon Frizzell and, and the All Black, uh, other All Black guys, but you know those boys, Sean Withy and, and Putty Putty and, and Ethan DeGroote, the big loose head. Um, yeah, they were exceptional. Yeah, and great news too that he's just re-signed with New Zealand Rugby and the Highlanders for uh, another few years too. So that's that's great news. Now, uh, of course, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway, and we like to get uh, a Highlander of the week off you each week. So you've just mentioned half the team. Uh, give us one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, they don't get the plaudits they deserve. I'm going to go with Ethan DeGroote. Like I said, I, I just thought his performance, um, huge work rate, his scrummaging, um, the, the penalties he dragged out of that Moana Pacifica side at scrum time, um, he, he did a lot of work. Him alongside Jermaine Ainsley were, were absolutely outstanding in that area and saved um, the, the Highlanders up. You know, from their ill-discipline, they gave away a lot of penalties in that in that first 40 and missed a lot of tackles. But those boys, they dug them out of some holes with their set-piece work. So I'm going to give it to the big loosehead prop. Love God it. bless the front rowers, Ricardo. God bless them. Indeed, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. It is 7.15. We're at a bolt. Pay some, pay some bills and we'll come back with Sammy Gilbert uh, after this on Super South here on SCNZ. At 7.19 here on Super South, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Yeah, you're with me, Ricardo Ball. Also, of course, uh, Joey Wheeler and a man I believe they call the Gilbernator, uh, Sam Gilbert, who joins us on the blower. G'day, Sam. How you doing? 
Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever called me that, but new one, <laughs> new one. Oh, mate, you just own it, just own it. Hey, um, yeah. uh, how's how's the season going, mate? You you guys had a, a you know a bit of a rough start, but three on the bounce now. How are you feeling about everything? Yeah, no, it's been good. Obviously, um, yeah, tough start. Three Kiwi teams um, up first, but yeah, last three the, um, they've built a bit of momentum, so it'll be good to see where against Canes this weekend. Yeah, Sammy, obviously you alluded to the momentum three on the bounce and, and they've been sort of different in their, and I suppose the approach with the wins, like pretty scrappy against the force, uh, pretty clinical against the, the drawer and then a little bit scrappy again against Moana Pacifica on the weekend. Uh, what's been the focus for you lads going into trying to get a little bit more consistency in your game um, this week ahead of the, ahead of the Canes clash? Yeah, um, 100%. I think a big thing for us has been our start, so I guess getting ourselves going. I think all three of those games we've um, conceded the first try. So I think for us, yeah, how do we start well and um, yeah, just get the ball rolling, I guess. Your finish in the weekend was quite brilliant. Obviously, um, Falao Whakatawa, uh, Shannon Frizzell, and, and also Marino Michele too, um, adding a, a whole lot of impetus off the bench for that last 20. Is that always a focus? Obviously, it's probably been the best the bench has performed this season. That 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 would have obviously been pretty pleasing from uh, your perspective, the way you finished the game against Moana Pacifica? Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, that whole second half probably was really pleasing. Go and probably score a couple of tries early and then um, yeah, really take the game home. And I guess coming having those guys come in and just bring that impact um, in that last 20 and really took the game away from them. Sam, this season, uh, or sorry, so last season, you were asked to a lot, do a lot of different jobs, and at, at one point you ended up in the ten jersey, uh, which you probably didn't think was going to happen at the start of last season. Uh, we're seeing you in fourteen, seeing you in fifteen as well. Do you feel like you're a bit more focused this season because you can just concentrate on being a fifteen? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think um, that consistency's been really nice to build around, sort of knowing that that's my role, and then obviously having be able to cover in the midfield or 10 if needed, but knowing that 15 sort of my role and giving that um, a lot of time during the week. I actually was super impressed, um, as you know, Sammy, with your performance against the drill when you slipped into the midfield. Um, is that a position that you've... Um, you know, considered or or you've played in before, but also considered about potentially um, wanting to move into in terms of your professional career. Um, I don't know if I'd say consider it. Like, I think I'd still say I'm a fifteen who could play ten, twelve, and thirteen at a stretch. But I mean, like, it's it's something that I was aware of, and like, I've only played probably two or three games in the midfield, and. So, I mean, in terms of switching there, that'd be maybe a wee bit of a stretch at this stage, but I guess who knows down the track. Not bad for two or three games, mate. Thought you were bloody awesome. Um, the Hurricanes this weekend, what are you expecting from them and what's been the focus in terms of how you guys have previewed them? What are their threats? Um, yeah, I guess you look at they got some um, really good athletes and guys that can break a game open in the forwards and the backs. So for us, I guess it's just about um, winning those one-on-one battles and we can try to take those guys out of the game a little bit. The forwards this year, uh, I know that's not really part of your wheelhouse, mate, but 
Uh, your forward pack's stepped up and has been absolutely exceptional. Set piece has been really clinical and obviously won you a, a ton of penalties in the weekend. Can you sort of talk to me around uh, their mindset throughout the week and, and how they go about their work? Because um, they certainly are delivering week in, week out at the moment. Yeah, those boys have been unbelievable, eh? I mean, the set piece, particularly the scrum, um, like just their ability to get penalties and create front football, put teams under pressure is huge for us as a um, backline. But I mean, they've just been showing up week in, week out, and they've become really reliable. And um, the performance I've just been putting in are awesome. Uh, Sam, it looks like to me, uh, you're looking at you this season, it looks like you might, might have put on a few kegs. Uh, you, you look like you're a bit bigger in the thighs <laughs> and around the shoulders. It's, it's not one of those Joey Wheeler bulk up diets, but it looks like you've uh, you, you've certainly put on some size, mate. Is that right? Uh, I don't know if I put on any size. Maybe I've just grown into my body a couple of years. Um, no, I'd say I'm still probably pretty similar. Um, obviously, when I did my knee a couple of years ago, that was probably a really good opportunity for me to put on a couple of kilos, which I did, probably a few too many, but then ran those off pretty quick. Um, but yeah, probably, I guess, just growing into my body a little bit more, maybe. Uh, the, shred, the shred for R&Vs already started for Sammy Gilbert, by the sound of it, um, <laughs> Ricardo. Um, Sammy, you, your goal-kicking um, again this season has, has been um, so accurate. I, I don't know your stats, um, but I, I would say it'll be in the in the 80% um, or, or above. You correct me if I'm wrong. You've you probably got the stats on hand. Where, where, are you, where are you sitting? No, I don't actually know, but I must have come on the weekend, so that wouldn't have helped. But I don't think. That wouldn't have helped. But obviously you've... You, you've been given the nod ahead of Hunty, um, Mitch Hunt, who's, who's no slouch himself in terms of kicking goals. How do you work that out? Is it like, uh, we'll flip a coin to see who kicks goals this weekend, or do you have a kick-off at training? What do you, how do you go about deciding who's going to kick kick each week? Uh, no, we just sort of, something that's never really been talked about. I mean, me and Hunty kicked together after every training and right through the pre-season, and it was sort of just, we got to that first pre-season game, and Hunty just asked if I wanted to kick, and I was like, yeah. And then <laughs> rolling through every game since then, so no one's taken the tee off me yet. So let him try. How have you found the new? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How have you found the new coaching staff? Um, Richard Whiffin, um, Dave Dillon, uh, and Tom Donnelly, mate. How, you've obviously had a bit to do with Tom with Otago, but how have they fitted in um, to the group this year? Because the attack has obviously been. Um, uh, Tony Brown's baby for a long time so how have you found that change? Yeah I think um, personally probably the most, well, the guy I've had the most to is um, Richard Whiffin, obviously coming um, from overseas and he's just brought a few new ideas which has been quite good a lot of um, I guess like you said our attack off Brownie has sort of stayed in which has been really good as well so then Whiff's really just come in and layered a lot of I guess um, little details and content, which is really, um, I think the group's really embraced, which has been awesome. Sam, this weekend, of course, uh, as Joey mentioned, it's, it is uh, the Hurricanes. It's it's back down south at, at, at Forsyth Bar. Uh, they've got a few kicking options. Uh, what does that mean for you in terms of positioning? Because uh, you know Cam Royguard's been going pretty good. Uh, we know that you know Brett Cameron and, and Aidan Morgan do the job, and and, and the bloke in twelves all right as well. So, what does that mean for you in terms of your positioning and and, and how you have to read things? Yeah, I think it's probably just. Um 
puts a wee bit more pressure on my decision making, I guess. As a 15, just being a wee bit more aware that the kicks come from anywhere rather than just a 9 or a 10. Um, so, yeah, just being a wee bit more on my toes, I guess. Good stuff, Sam. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Um, make sure you drop uh, the Gilbernator into conversations around practice and see if you can get it to stick, eh? Hey? Yeah, I'll see if the Fords get around that one. <laughs> Good stuff, Sammy. Go well, mate. Uh, and best it, mate. of luck this weekend, eh? Cheers, yeah. Sammy. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers, Sam Gilbert there with us. Thanks, Gilbert. The Gilbernator. Uh, <laughs> as, as dubbed by Ben Francis in the producer's booth. Uh, which I, I, I quite like that. I quite like that, Joey. Did, uh, what about, I mean, I suppose you just got Joey. Did you ever have a nickname other than that? Well, it's the, pretty the, stock standard for me, mate. Joey, Wheels. Um, yeah, no, nothing. Uh, yeah. I never really got any good, and that was probably one of the, my biggest regrets. You know, I was always quite envious of mm. guys that had cool nicknames. You know, yeah. like, I've had nicknames some some of the greats, the Barracuda, for instance. You know, Richard Buckman will never thank me for that, and, and he should. <laughs> he owes me everything. You know, I made that bloke. He's the Barracuda. He'd be nothing without that nickname. He, would he hated it for oh. a start, and, and you know, when people hate a nickname, oh, it always sticks, and then it stuck, and now he just embraces it. The yeah. Barracuda. That's so good. That's so good, mate. I, I uh, had uh, I played played footy in a team with my old man when I was about seventeen. My old man was in his late thirties, uh, and our surname's Ball, so he was Testy, and I was Testy Junior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's not bad yeah. at all. They could have got big Testy. <laughs> no, that's very good. <laughs> I, I like how you self-edited yourself there, Joey. Nicely done. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mind goes in a weird place when that stuff comes up. Yeah, yeah. real filter has to, yeah, has to be chucked on. <laughs> good yeah. stuff, mate. Hey, listen, I know you're uh, you're just about at the hotel, so we'll let you go. Uh, grab a spate uh, and unwind from your long day filming with the Canes, and we'll catch up with you next week, mate. Enjoy the weekend, eh? Look forward to it, champion. Love your work. Go the Landers! Go the Landers, indeed. This is Super South on SENZ. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. It's Chiefs Mana next.